Raider Nation, what is the deal? You're back for another episode of the Raiders Recap here on the Sick Podcast. And today, man, we have so much to cover. GM news, head coach news, right? What's going on for the rest of the league? And how is it going to impact the Raiders' future? So without further ado, man, let's go ahead. Let's get this intro started, and let's get this show cracking. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal? We are back again for another episode of the Raiders Recap on the Sick Podcast. Make sure you guys are hitting the like, hitting the subscribe button, and please tap on that little notification bell so you get updated whenever we drop in episodes and give you all updates. 2023 season was a whirlwind, right? It, it, it's been all over the place, all right? Two different head coaches, the head coach change, GM change. And all of a sudden now we we find ourselves in a predicament where the interim head coach and GM actually showed promise and they actually showed that they can, you know, get the job done realistically. And I know there's a lot of people out there in Raider Nation that don't believe in Antonio Pierce, don't believe in Champ Kelly. And they, everybody thinks it's just off of emotion. Oh, he's from Compton, NWA and go win games. Facts do back up some of the claims that Antonio Pierce can have a shot to be a head coach ever since he's taken over the defense. Damn near first uh, uh, in yards allowed, first in points allowed. Penalties have gone all the way down. Now the Raiders are once, for once, the most, the least penalized team in the NFL. Think about that. And that has happened since Antonio, Anto, yeah, Antonio Pierce's, uh, um, you know, him being here since his reign. This is when everything started to flip. With Josh McDaniels, the team was not disciplined. The team didn't look focused. The team didn't look ready to play. They didn't look like they wanted to play for that head coach. Then you flip over to Antonio Pierce, everything flips, and the aggressiveness is up. You know, everybody looks like they want to play. Everybody looks like they're in tune. And not only that, no penalties. They're playing disciplined as well. So, those are things you can hang your hat on if you're Antonio Pierce. But I say all that to say the Raiders have not yet pulled the trigger on yet Champ Kelly or, or Antonio Pierce, okay? They have went out there and they have requested interviews from a lot of different people. Now, some of it is due diligence. Yes, I believe that. But some of the connections that some of the GMs have within some of this stuff it's kind of eye-opening, right? So when we look at it, the Raiders have requested interviews from a certain number of GMs. And from everything that has been said, Mark Davis is finally looking to do the right thing, and he wants to hire the GM before the head coach. I've always said that the best teams in the NFL are usually GM-driven, right? And, and the head coach don't have all that power where he's picking, he's the GM, you know, coach and all that. It usually doesn't work. All right, so you need to have a good GM. So Mark Davis is going to hire that, and then the head coach will be hired. But whoever the GM is will tell you who the head coach is. So they have requested interviews from Adam Peters. Right now he is an assistant general manager with the 49ers right now, 
Okay. They've also requested an interview with assistant general manager Ed Dodds. And if that name sounds familiar, right, they interviewed him about two damn near three years ago before they interviewed Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels for the job. And if you don't know who he's linked to, Ed Dodds is linked to Jim Harbaugh. Okay, so very, very interesting facts right there. As we continue, they've also requested interviews from Trey Brown. He is with the Bengals. And then he, they have also interviewed, I think they're going to be interviewing him tomorrow, Bill's uh, director of player personnel, and I believe that his name is Terrence Gray. So he will be coming in tomorrow for an interview. Very, very interesting. Um, now, on the Champ Kelly side of things, the Panthers have requested an interview from Champ, from Champ Kelly, which, you know, I think you have to take serious. Because he's, I think Champ Kelly, it's only a matter of time before he gets a GM job. Um, to me, he he knows how to spot talent. To me, I feel like he would know how to build the roster from in and out. Um, I think that he'll be aggressive as well. I think he's the type of GM that might have some aggressiveness to him if we need to make a move, if we wanted to get some big fish, right? I think that can work. But I have to take that serious, okay? So while we're interviewing guys, maybe it's a formality. Maybe it's not. But at the end of the day, our interim GM is getting interviews from other teams. I have to take that legitimately serious because they offer him something. Champ Kelly would be a fool not to take that legitimately serious. I don't believe he wants to be with the Panthers over the Raiders. No. But the interviews and if they offer him show, this is legit. We have legit candidates, right? And everybody was on Antonio Pierce's case over social media. Which is why I'm like, everybody, you got to wait. You got you to gotta wait and see what happens, bro, before you just blurt something out right now. You can have predictions. But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's better to wait and see. Everybody says, oh, Antonio Pierce not getting any interviews. Who cares? Who cares? He's not that good. And all of a sudden, like clockwork, right, he gets an interview request from the Tennessee Titans. Have to take that serious as well. But as we talk about all these candidates that's getting there, I still think it only comes down to two people. And it better only come down to two people. That's me. Where I look at Antonio Pierce, Champ Kelly. Those are the two in one lane. In the other lane would be Ed Dodds and Jim Harbaugh, right? That, that would be the other lane for the Raiders to go. Those are the only four people that I think are in the running for this goddamn job. I, I swear, I don't think it should be anybody else. Um, Now, if, you know... There were offers made to Champ Kelly and somebody else, and they decided to leave. That's a different story. Then you got to do what you got to do. But I really think it only comes down to four people. I do. Um, and the GM now getting news that the Raiders are going to hire the GM first before they go into looking the head coach. The GM will tell you who the head coach shall be, right? So we have to look in that. I don't think the decision is going to be made sometime within the next week. I think that we're looking somewhere with – between towards the end of the month, like in the late 20s, the late 20s, I think a decision will be made on the GM that's going to tell us the head coach. Why do I think that? Because I think I know I, I, I would hope that Mark Davis doesn't want to bring a new GM if it's not Champ Kelly. And that new GM is going to have to have a whole new scouting department. Right. Think about this. Champ Kelly was really in charge of building the scouting department for the Raiders from the top to the bottom, right? He was in charge of that even when Dave Ziegler was here. He was in charge of helping build the scouting department up. 
Now, you know, the scouting department is somewhat respectable. You don't think Champ Kelly has already done his college scouting, already been doing his stuff? Of course he has been doing all that, right? He was doing that before Dave Ziegler got fired, and now the role up. You know, so now here we are. He already has a plan in place and a vision in place on what he wants the Raiders to be. Him and Ch him and Antonio Pierce, I believe, are in lockstep. And we want the vision. This is the vision that we have for this team, right? Okay, you bring another GM in here, probably going to want a whole new scouting department, probably going to want all new things. They have a new vision. They have new things that they're going to want to implement. So the, the process starts all over again. Um, and that's something I'm trying to avoid doing too late. If I would, if I was Mark Davis, I would avoid doing that too late again. Cause with Josh McDaniels, you did that. And you know, that first year they ended up giving to uh, their first and second round for Devonte, which is understandable, but wasn't a lot of scouting to be done until this year when they got this draft class with Tyree Wilson, Michael Mayer, all these guys. Right. So there's that. Um, now, I, I don't I don't think I'm panicking right now because, like I said, this is a two-man race for the head coaching job, two-man race for the GM job, okay? Would I be angry if Jim Harbaugh got the job? Wouldn't be angry. I'm not going to lie to you. I would not be angry. I'd be disappointed because AP is my first choice. I want AP to get this job. If I was Mark Davis, I would, I would give AP and Champ the job. But as a fan, I understand. If you give it to Jim Harbaugh, it's understandable. Business is business, right? And Jim Harbaugh is good business. That's just, that's just what it is. If you look at it from Mark Davis's eyes, that's good business. He didn't he didn't won everywhere he's went, and the man just came off of a national championship. You know, it, it's hard to dislike that selection. Now, where I'm gonna go crazy, right? Where I'm gonna go ballistic is if you give me some unknown third option. Like, you give me some unknown guy I had no idea he was looking at, right? Tom Telesco, they interviewed him, right? Why? What the hell are we doing, right? Like, come on, bro. Come on. Even, I'm not even going to lie to you, even Mike Vrabel. I don't, I don't want Mike Vrabel. I don't. I do not. It, it's got, because honestly, if you get Mike Vrabel, what the hell was the point? You could have just kept on the AP. It's the same type of coach to me. To me, it's the same type of coach. You might as well keep the guy that already has the culture. And, and I, I don't think that's a viable option. I don't want Bill Belichick either. Hell no. You know, I think Belichick is looking at that Chargers job. Um, So let's see. Is Jim Harbaugh looking at the Chargers job too? And if you're the Chargers, which way do you lean? Do you go to the Belichick or do you go to the Harbaugh route? Interesting fact, right? So these are things you got to look at around the league. Last but not least that we're going to talk about, this is for all you Justin Fields connoisseurs, right? Okay. We have to say this. Now, a couple days ago, it was announced that the Bears were going to be keeping Matt Eberflus as their head coach. So to me, you know, I'm like, all right, maybe Justin Fields is staying over there. All right. Maybe they fired their coordinators, but the head coach stays. So maybe Justin Fields remains, right? But I will say this, okay? Ryan Poles came out today and said that he like he likes Justin, but he has to do his job and look at the other type of QB options that are available. That didn't give a vote of confidence to Justin about what can be going down. So 
at that point right there, is Justin Fields available? And if he's available, is that an option that everybody would be okay with? I know me personally, if you're not trying, if you're not on the field, and if you're not on the train of trading up to the first overall pick or trading up to get one of these prospects, you can have Justin Fields for maybe a second or a third. I think so. You can get him for a second or a third. And there we go. There we can rock. And I can I can live with Justin Fields. I can. So it's a lot of options the Raiders have right now in, in directions, right? New GM, new head coach, quarterback for sure, right? And I know everybody's going to probably come under this video and say, Aiden O'Connell, you know, had this, this, and this out of all rookie quarterbacks, which is true. And I give him his flowers. He came in and he did what he was supposed to do. Me personally, I don't think the ceiling is as high as any of these other quarterbacks that we're looking at in the draft or Justin Fields. The ceiling's not as high, right? So I'd rather stick with somebody where the ceiling is higher, you know what I mean, and bet on that. But I always know, I know what Aiden can give me, and I know what Aiden can be. But like I said, I think the ceilings of these other of these other quarterbacks are much, much higher than what Aiden O'Connell can provide. Uh, so. And next, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be replaced, but we'll see what happens with the Raiders in the next coming days. Like I said, make sure you guys stay up to date and stay tuned for what we got going on on the channel. Because whenever I got some breaking news, whenever I got some updates, I will be coming to y'all live, man. So make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Other than that, man, hit the like, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see y'all next time on the Raiders recap on the Sick Podcast. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.